electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. Stop reading now if you don't like bad news, because there's no way to sugarcoat the terrible report we got earlier this week. And the worst news is that the Fed is either ignorant of it or knows a potentially nasty recession is imminent and just doesn't want to talk about it. This week's release of the Index of Leading Indicators came in way worse than expected. Yeah, that's all the data that tells us where the economy is heading, and it's slowing more sharply than thought. Get this, every time since at least 1959 that the index has dropped more than 1% year-on-year, a recession has hit in the subsequent months. There are no false positives, Jim Reed of Deutsche Bank wrote to clients. How bad is it right now? Well, the index just fell 1% month-on-month for the third time in a row. It's now down 7.5% nearly year-on-year, similar to the drops witnessed in the late 70s recessions, the dot-com crash, and when COVID hit. The financial crisis was so bad the index fell more than 20%, and let's hope we're not headed for a repeat. It is, in fact, possible that we are already in recession right now. We'll get all the January data next month. If payrolls are negative, it's probably a done deal. Remember, we just learned last week that both retail sales and industrial production, two key components of the business cycle, stalled out at the end of last year. It would now appear that three of four NBER business cycle indicators have peaked for this cycle, with employment as the lone survivor, wrote MKM Partners Michael Darda after the awful data last week. Both retail sales and manufacturing, he said, appear to have hit a wall. Strategist Brian Reynolds echoed that sentiment. Manufacturing is in even worse shape than thought, he wrote to clients. Excluding autos, the sector went into recession in April. Auto production, which was thrown out of whack because of COVID, is masking the overall weakness in manufacturing. This, he said, reinforces our prior thinking to sell stock market rallies until the Fed is done tightening and the debt ceiling situation is resolved. There was widespread weakness in leading indicators in December, the conference board noted in its release, indicating deteriorating conditions for labor markets, manufacturing, housing, construction, and financial markets in the months ahead. Oh, goody. It would be a lot more reassuring if Fed officials talked about this reality. They could say, we don't think leading indicators are that useful anymore because of COVID dynamics. They could say, we know we're going into recession, but we have to in order to slow the labor market. They could say, we're worried that even a deep recession won't keep inflation from roaring back. Anything of the sort. But nope, we're still slicing and dicing three-month annualized trailing core versus super core PCE. If you, Fed officials, refuse to acknowledge the deeply inverted yield curves, that's one thing. If you are going to ignore the complete collapse in genuine leading economic indicators like building permits and manufacturing orders and consumer expectations, that's quite another. Larry Summers in Davos warned that central bankers not finishing the job on inflation would be the, quote, greatest tragedy for the global economy right now. I'm not so sure. The greatest tragedy would be sending us into a needlessly severe recession that could have been ameliorated if policymakers were more attuned to economic signals. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast, and you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. 
Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.